What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Fidel, and on today's episode, we are talking about the number one e-commerce opportunity in 2022. If you like this episode topic, be sure to check out the episode I came out with a few months ago, which basically has the same title as this, but it is the top three e-commerce opportunities in 2022. Something very similar to that title. I'll link it in the description if you want to catch that episode after this one, uh, but it really piggybacks off of this episode, and uh, we are going to be talking about diff- different things for sure. So if you heard that episode before, uh, don't worry, this is going to be different for you. Uh, but why are we talking about e-commerce opportunities rather than just getting more sales for e-commerce? Well, the reason why is because a lot of e-commerce is catching trends, all right? And a lot of entrepreneurship is honestly catching trends as well. If you were to get into an industry that was on its way out versus one that is up and coming and everyone's talking about it's in the news and it's everywhere, you're just making it way harder on yourself. So coming into opportunities at the right time is a lot of what entrepreneurship is, and Over the last 10 years, we've basically seen the evolution of e-commerce go from selling on Amazon FBA was like the easiest thing ever. Like if you started in 2010 to 2016, then you probably did extremely well on Amazon FBA, even if you weren't a great marketer, even if you weren't that great at selecting products, even if your listing wasn't that great, you could do so many things not that great and probably have crushed it just because of the opportunity that existed there for you to even get water bottles from China and then put them on Amazon or just buy very basic things and not even do anything to the products, not even form a company around it, not even make a brand around it. Like people get this product and you just never talk to them again. You could make a lot of money. And for those of you that were able to do that, Nowadays, it's it's less, I'm sure. Um, there's only so many of you that were able to last and become, uh, you know, still maintain your number one page rankings on Amazon on your major uh, search key terms. Uh, but no matter what, pretty much all of you went down in sales that were not selling, you know, original products. If you were just buying things from China that plenty of people could come in and buy, then essentially the sales that you got in the early 2010s uh, were what people needed to see to come in 2015 to 2020 during the the real gold rush of people seeing the opportunity, even though it was like on its way out at that time. And a bunch of people came in and any product that was selling a bunch on Amazon, I mean, it's not hard to get this information. There's plenty of tools that uh, analyze Amazon's website to tell you what products are selling. If you were selling a lot, then people took notice and they started buying it too. And they started coming out with better listings than you or better colors and they just tried to improve it, right? That was largely the biggest opportunity that we saw in the early 2010s. Then it went to drop shipping. Now, this was a way that businesses could start owning their customers because it was on their own website and you could still just get products from China very easily, list them on there and not even have to do anything to the product. 
Um, but after a while, I think a lot of people got really sick of the two-week shipping. And then also because so many people were doing it, and more importantly, a ton of courses came out is what happened in like 2015 to 2020. So many online courses came out about how to sell on Amazon. And these are courses that were made by people who killed it from 2010 to 2015 when they didn't even need to do anything right besides just like buy the product and listen on Amazon to to be able to do it right. Like Amazon has increased their fees significantly since then too. So the amount of products that can even work profitably has reduced a lot. And um, yeah, so drop shipping was like the next thing. And then it got into what about like private labeling, which is when you like put your logo on it. And then it went into, you know, more doing original inventions or really modifying these products to the point where it was something that you couldn't be copied. And then what I'd say that the opportunity over the last two years has really been with drop shipping. Like it still has been drop shipping the last two years, but it's been drop shipping, but being an amazing marketer. And that's why a lot of people fell off in the last couple of years. And uh, you have to be an amazing marketer because you're selling the same product as a lot of other people. And it was just whoever had the best scalable Facebook ads as well as the offer. And they had an awesome funnel with upsells and such like that, which is still, you know, part of the marketing. Uh, ultimately, whoever was the bar- best marketer won because they were selling the same products, right? Makes sense. And that's something that a lot of people weren't able to do, especially the people who saw like e-commerce success on uh, Amazon FBA at the beginning of 2012. You know, we're, we're not needing to be expert marketers to like just list a water bottle on Amazon that people buy after they type in water bottle, right? Like you don't need to be a professional marketer, but if you're trying to sell like those Thera guns were really popular to uh, drop ship, which are those like massage guns that uh, are like, they do the percussion on your your muscles. Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise it probably sounds weird, but it was like a really popular thing to drop ship. Like whoever was doing the best ads is ultimately who won. And I gave you just a brief overview, just kind of leading up to 2022, uh, because I think it's important to, you have to acknowledge like what phases have we just gone through to allude to what would be the next thing. So here's ultimately what I see. There's only so much more that you can do with different ways of shipping and finding new manufacturers and getting better deals from the manufacturers. And then you, you can win in the marketing game. Uh, but when we really look at what has happened is the last five years, a lot of people have tried e-commerce and failed. And it's because they came into the opportunity and then they bought courses from people who had already seized the opportunity when it was early, right? The people seize the opportunity when it's early, then they make the courses, then they make the marketing for the courses, then you buy the courses, right? And I'm a course seller, but I'm someone who doesn't sell a course without you talking to me th- throughout the whole way, because I believe that most marketing courses do uh, should have constant updates as well as they all it's very hard to make cookie cutter marketing that works for every single type of business it's nearly impossible so that's why if you're buying courses that have no contact with the creator of the course themselves getting results is extremely difficult uh, especially when they just made the course based off of their success catching an opportunity early so a lot of them came in and were sold on how easy it was. And then once they saw the amount of work that it would take and the amount of marketing sales that they would need to have and their ability to adapt with Amazon and how things changed, uh, a ton of people quit, all right? Just like most 
uh, people in life with any opportunity that is somewhat difficult at all, like 90% of plus plus people quit. And it's the greatest thing ever, okay? It's the greatest thing ever because if if it wasn't like that, then entrepreneurs like myself and you guys who are listening to this podcast and are actually putting in the extra time into learning and getting better, it couldn't exist for us. If if no one gave, if everyone was like under the premise of never give up, it would be very, very difficult for this to happen. And because over the last few years, um, a bunch of courses were sold under the premise that you can have the Lamborghini lifestyle, you can have the lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. They, they advertised purely off the results. What it did is it made a ton of people try entrepreneurship who were not business owners, okay? Like in their DNA, they are not meant to be the the leader of a company. They're meant to, you know, do something else for work, but not deal with the hassle of like making no money and making content uh, for, you know, a long time and getting very little views and having people in your life doubt you. They weren't meant to like go through that path because uh, it wasn't worth it to them anymore, right? They're like, I was sold on this course because like the Lamborghinis, but now that I'm seeing how much work it's going to be, I'm not about it. So a lot of those piece, people made it, you know, a, a year, and they they made it to the point where they bought some products, they listed a bunch of things on Amazon, they tried doing drop shipping, they tried doing Facebook ads. And, and that's why right now your Facebook and Instagram ad feed is probably not as diverse from a ton of different companies like it used to be. It's probably uh, big companies and you're probably seeing a lot of professional ads. It's very hard for ads that aren't professional looking from a company that is you know, legit enough uh, to to at least tr- uh, be trustable to get a sale and like a, an honestly really good product too. Unless you have all that going for you, it's really hard to make Facebook ads uh, profitable for you at this point. So that's why you don't see a lot of like random ads like we used to see when Facebook ads were like so cheap that all these companies could just make it happen no matter what. And because of that, these people who are more want to be printers, right? Or wanna printers, however you say it, weren't really cut out for the amount of failure and mistakes that one typically has to make before they find success. They didn't really enjoy the process and they quit, right? So in the last couple of years, the story of the e-commerce world has been, it's saturated. All these people are on Alibaba, AliExpress, and they're all buying stuff. They're all listing things. Any product that you see that's selling on Amazon probably has 30 direct competitors selling the same thing. Well, guess what? A bunch of them quit. And to allude to what I said before of getting into opportunities, when is a good time to get into an opportunity? When a bunch of people are getting into it or a bunch of people are quitting? Well, then you say, well, why are a bunch of people quitting? Well, they're quitting because everyone tried to get into it at the same time and very few of them had the grit to last or to find a way to like level themselves up above the competitors because it's very difficult. And there's only so many things that you could buy from Alibaba and Express that weren't already being sold by a ton of people and the opportunities weren't really there because it was so saturated and anyone who was in entrepreneurship for the wrong reasons over the last few years is now out because it only takes one really solid failure in business for most people to just be out of it for good and because of that there's a lot of people that are very scared of e-commerce right now and when someone is scared In the stock market, what do you say? What do they say that you should do? They say you should buy, right? When when the price is really low and the fear is really high, is the best time to buy. When the price is really high and everyone's making a ton of money and everyone's getting into it, 
is the top, right? So the top corresponded with a ton of core sellers. I could even name a bunch of them who are not even, who have no reputation anymore. All right. I want you to know that those core sellers that I told you about that lifestyle sold their courses, like you want a Lamborghini, try this extremely hard thing. I'll just tell you it's easy. So you buy the course. It's not easy. It's not easy. Otherwise everyone would be doing it because they, you know, everyone kind of wants to be their own boss in a way, but they don't really want to pay the price. Um, and that's totally fine because if it wasn't like that, the opportunity wouldn't even exist for entrepreneurs who are willing to stay with it. So that is my grand reveal there. What is the number one e-commerce in 2022 is sticking with it and watching everyone else around you quit because it's the best thing ever. Keep quitting everyone because it helps the opportunity for those who are willing to stay. And if you are staying in it and then you're seeing all these people quit around you, what should it be doing to your confidence? Because for most of you, you're interpreting it like, oh yeah, people aren't doing e-commerce anymore. Yeah, what do you mean? Like people aren't buying online? Because people are buying products more and more and more over time, especially after COVID, it got so many new people on like Amazon Prime and just used to buying stuff online that even like the Gen X and above generations are now actively buying online and it's only trending in an upwards direction. So the market is good, right? Like, so like the opportunity of people buying products online is good. And then the amount of people doing it nowadays is less because a lot of those e-com sellers that sold their courses based off of lifestyle marketing and then said, anyone can do it. No technical experience, no marketing experience. All you need is a thousand dollars, which is total BS, right? Just all these things that they overpromised. They sold a ton of courses and then people like CoffeeZilla and Spencer Cornelia, if you know who they are on YouTube, who just cover uh, online scams, pretty much canceled these people because they were selling courses um, very unrealistically, okay? They were pro- over-promising, which is the easiest way to make money online. Any online course that is, ex- any online course creator that is extremely rich, I basically can tell you at this point that their courses probably suck because the only way to make that much money from selling an online course is just over-promising, okay? I bought, in, I bought an online course from someone that nearly all of you know who they are, because if you follow me, like you probably already get their ads like as it is. Like he advertises on one of the biggest scales to entrepreneurs right now. And I bought his course and he was literally like having a cough attack the whole time. He's like, sorry guys, I'm kind of sick right now. Like just coughing so much. Like no editing was done to the course. And he just kept saying like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sick right now. And this is a course that like thousands of people have bought, okay? And he has spent... 10 times the amount of effort making ads to sell this course than he did like making the course itself. And that's why I'm ultimately telling you, you know, because of that, because of the amount of course creators that created a bunch of wannabepreneurs over the last few years is what made the opportunity saturated. They didn't turn a ton of people into amazing business owners. Although although plenty of people um, also would have probably never been able to find success without a little bit of his help, right? Like the, the course, th- that course will probably still help people, but it was still just like the level of professionalism that you would expect from these people making like over a million dollars a month selling their courses is a lot more. Um, but I just want you to know that the the people selling a ton and ton and ton of courses that are doing it from lifestyle marketing who's to know if their courses are good? Because like people don't 
look at the course before they buy it, right? They're just, they buy it based off of how certain, you know, the person pitching them is and if they can really tie it into their desires and do the marketing. But if they're marketing around like travel all the time, have the life you want, like very basic, general mass world human desires, that means they're trying to sell something to the masses and they're just advertising it how it needs to be. So I'm not going to go any more into that. You can tell that kind of like uh, bugs me a little bit just as uh, someone who it has a very legit course and coaching program, but I really don't, you know, sell it off of you're going to be rich because I'm like, yeah, we're still going to have to do the work. Um, so if you're willing to do the work, it's going to work for you. But uh, the number one e-commerce opportunity is knowing that you have a lot of competitors falling out around you. And every day you are the best e-commerce seller that you've ever been. Every single day, you're better at it, right? So if you go off of that, you are always improving. You're always trying to improve your products. You're always trying to survey your customers and figure out what they want. Always trying to grow your following, running more ads. And you're just always taking action, but also not quitting. It's going to work for you. Because the, the market trend is still heading in the direction of e-commerce, of online sales growing more and more every year. And the amount of people trying to do it is going down because they realize the amount of work and that it's not for everyone. And a lot of people tried and failed recently. And um, there's an open opportunity. And the open opportunity is basically all the opportunities that were in the last 10 years that then got saturated are now on their way to being unsaturated again. So if you want to get into Amazon FBA, it's actually not a bad time to look anymore. I would have probably told you not to two years ago. And now I'm like, because of that, now is good. Because that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. That's what the narrative has been the last couple of years. And now it kind of freed it up. So I would go check it out, even though Bezos keeps jacking up his fees. But um, check out Amazon FBA. Check out drop shipping opportunities. Check out private labeling opportunities affiliate marketing, all the things that have been around for the last 10 years, a lot of people got burnt out on them that we're going to by now. And it's a lot more barren than it was. So congrats if you are still, you know, listening to podcasts in the entrepreneur space and you've been sticking with it for a while. I would just like to say that the number one e-commerce opportunity is sticking with it. The number one opportunity in anything is sticking with it. And really, that's all I've ever done, guys. Uh, I really have never been one to be like the most talented at anything. But I always kind of know that even like the YouTube channels right now that I kind of have a, a bone to pick with for, for some reasons that have like way more subscribers than me. I don't see them as a threat because I'm like, I don't care who you are. The chances that you're going to outlast me are so little that I'm not really scared of competitors who are bigger than me just because I know I'm going to win on that game. And if you can win on that game, which is not that hard, honestly, people just fucking quit. The world is full of quitters and it's the greatest thing ever. So you're not because you made it to the end of this episode, but uh, have confidence in yourself to not quit. Keep working, focus on your own business and uh, watch those around you. Just give up, freeze up the sales for you. <laughs> Stick with it, guys. I will talk to you soon.